Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. Woo! Here with you on a Wednesday ready. morning. Ready. You ready? I'm ready. Ready for postseason baseball later ready. today? I'm ready. It took me a minute to get over over Monday. Yeah. It, I'm not going to lie. Hurt. Yeah. You see the barstool really video? Did. It was, no, I did not see the barstool video. I don't know if I want to see a barstool video. Well, the, they, they were all watching the game, and evidently almost all of them had bet on the Cardinals to win. And there was one guy sitting there who was an actual Braves fan who worked for Barstool, and they're just they're just killing him at the end. But then Portnoy like realizes this guy is really upset. He I've never seen him so like like it's gonna be okay, man. Y'all y'all probably gonna win game five. And he's just trying to talk, and the guy's just like he's seething. You could tell it was it was really it, it, was, it is why I can relate. It, oh, it's, yeah. I will not watch a playoff game. Other than like with family or at the ballpark, mm-hmm. I ain't watching. You told nobody. us that you said Friday night when we were Friday in Knoxville, night. if if the Braves are in the NLCS, you're not going to dinner with anybody. You're going to sit, sit in your room and watch the game. Yes, and I mean I, I respect it. Uh, playoff baseball because I, like I can't. I, I know this is stupid. I cannot joke about it. Like yeah. it, and and yeah. and they're quite frank. <laughs> I, I, I get too into it. I, I fully admit that. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, but like. I, right now, that, there are several people that like at me with go cards and stuff. Right mm-hmm. now, I'm probably not going to respond to you. Yeah, just so you know, because when you send me that, I don't be like ah, ha, 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 that's funny. Yeah, no, no, no. If, if state loses to Tennessee on Saturday, uh-huh. it'd be the equivalent of somebody texting you, "Go Vols." Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh. Uh-huh. But if the Braves win, well. will you will you retaliate? Will you return told fire? You, told you there would be an airing of grievances. All right, we'll see what happens. Uh Playoff baseball to me, I think I said this the other day. Every out is like a season. Like I mean, every at bat you're just like, oh my god, get him! And then when you have the when you're on offense, it's the other way around. It's like keep it going. It's just it's the stress of playoff baseball to me is like no other. Because I mean, in football and because it's the only sport where you can't lose the lead. On offense, yeah, you can't. You know, in football, your an interception could happen at any time. Basketball, a steal could happen. When you're batting, the lead is safe, so you have that moment of like, I can catch my yeah, breath, I can breathe breath. for a second. And then as soon as it turns, oh my god, oh my god! It's it, I will remember the last time the Giants won the World Series in '14. Uh, my wife, I, she decided to take the front room television, and I was like, okay, so. I don't know what she wanted to watch. What I don't know why that was, but I went into the, the bedroom to watch Game Seven. She comes in there about middle of the sixth inning. She's like, "I'm ready to go to bed." I was like, "Well, that's your own problem. Like the Giants are winning. I'm not moving. I'm not moving an inch." It's <laughs> like you should have gave me the TV that I wanted when I wanted it. Now go sleep on the couch. And she did. I didn't. I didn't budge. I didn't budge. And you know what happened? Giants won the game in the World Series. And so who was smart? Oh man, and I tell you what, man, tonight is going to be such a, a, a. First off, shout out to Jesus for protecting me here. <laughs> I, I don't know if you saw my tweet on this, but the, <laughs> the this game is now at four p.m. And <laughs> Joel Coleman, out of context, shout out to Jesus. <laughs> this is the righteous gemstones this, up in This here. game is now at four p.m. Yeah, and I do a Bible study from six to seven. Yeah, meaning that I'm probably going to be in a Bible study from like the fifth to the eighth inning somewhere mm-hmm. in there. So, in some of the game's critical moments, perhaps you should read from the uh, the Book of Acuna instead <laughs> of uh, you know anything else. So anyway, I, I said on Twitter, and I, I do mean it. I don't know if God's checking my priorities or protecting me from cardiac arrest, but either way. Uh, you can have your, your, your he's, phone he's in, coming there, in there, but uh, no, I, I won't look at it for that. While we're doing the Bible study, I will not check my phone. It's not going to happen, other than like time to make sure I get out of there on time. Text you, like, oh my god! That's uh, all I'm gonna say. <laughs> uh, I won't see it till after I'm yeah. done. So. Okay, okay. Well, I guess if if I'm checking the time, I might see that you have sent me a message, but I won't read the message. But anyway, where I'm going with that is. It's a game five, one game in baseball. Anything could happen, even yeah, if it's the can. worst team in the world versus. Best. So. Gosh almighty, man. Like yesterday, the Cardinals won basically because Goldschmidt hit a 60-mile-an-hour blooper to left and Molina hit like a 50-mile-an-hour blooper to right. I mean, as a pitcher, you can do your job perfectly and just if the bloop falls in, your season's done kind of thing. Like, oh, my goodness. It's not going to be fun. Postseason baseball, it's a killer. Yeah, it really can be. All right. That was a good little opening rant we just had there. I want to thank you guys for tuning in uh, wherever you get your podcast at supertalk.fm or wherever it is. 
Uh, we appreciate you guys, especially our great servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We appreciate our sponsor, Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream, where the pumpkin spice must flow. So get ready to head over there, especially next weekend, middle of October. Should be a great weekend. It's going to be a 2.30 game. I'm feeling that in my bones. You think that? I think I, I, think I said yesterday, I think what state does is irrelevant. LSU wins, it's 2.30. Okay. Okay. There, there is no. All right, Georgia, Kentucky is not getting that two thirty game. That's not happening. Mm. The winner of Florida LSU is getting that game, and that's going to be LSU. I think. Uh, and and I, I, I talked to some people about this yesterday. Who's Florida? Is Florida off? No, Florida plays LSU. I'm talking about. Oh, next week. Yes, they play South Carolina. Okay. So South that will be that. Those games will be. I think Georgia's going to be the eleven a.m. game. To be honest with you, or no, Georgia is not capable of being the eleven a.m. game. They'll be the 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 night game on ESPN, and Florida, South Carolina will be 11 a.m. kick. I'm always skeptical that CBS is coming to Starkville until CBS comes to I, I get where you're coming from, but this is more about, remember in 05, the state was terrible, but Alabama was number one in the nation, or number t- they were in the top five, and they came to Starkville. That's why. It's more about LSU than anything else. And from, if state wins, from 1,000 feet up, you've got top five LSU coming to four and two Mississippi State. I mean, it... it yeah. Just, just people who aren't here and don't know what we know would just look at that and go, that's probably, probably going to be a pretty good game. All right, let's uh, let's get into the rumblings. We got a ton of questions. We always appreciate you guys t- uh, giving us questions. We 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 you know we can't do the show without them, and uh, we got a lot of good ones today. So we'll we get- we couldn't do the show without any of you actually, even if you didn't send us a question. I guess we could. We but, could do it, but, but it would be it would be very an boring. exercise in futility. Yes, like you know. Uh, you know what? Never mind. We love every one of you. State fans, Ole Miss fans, Cardinal fans, Dodger fans. We do not discriminate listeners no. on, on, on Thunder and In Lightning. no shape, form, or fashion. No, no. Okay, here we go. You, our first question is from Justin Strawn. At a, you know what? A reasonable 5.11 a.m. 5 o'clock in the morning is reasonable. Yes. There are people I know. My wife gets up at 5 a.m. I actually, uh, because my son was coughing very much so, and I heard him, and it kind of woke me up. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, I got up, went to the restroom, and I couldn't go back to sleep. So I just think I tweeted like for questions at five fifteen or okay. something this morning. Okay, I think that happened. All right. Do you think lifelong volunteer fans are approaching this weekend's game with the attitude of it's just Mississippi State? We can get easily back on track this week. I think that is the case. I, I mean, they lost to Georgia State. Could they really look at Mississippi State and think, "Oh, this is going to be an easy one"? I'm telling you, some people. Perception just clouds them. And there are Tennessee fans who just see Mississippi State and go, that's a win. I think there are probably some, but I think anyone with a brain between their ears. They're a six-and-a-half-point dog. They're one and four. Don't you think there's got to be some people in Knoxville that realize it ain't 1998 anymore? There are, there are a lot. Most most of them probably do, but there are some Tennessee fans who, who think that. They're, you know. Well, they're wrong. Oh, I don't disagree. <laughs> oh me, yeah. It's tennis. My how the mighty have fallen. Yeah, in twenty years. No, you're right. You're not right. You're not wrong. Uh, I'm interested I, to see that crowd in Neyland on Saturday. Yeah, I am too. We we might get we might get a couple. One of us can get a tweet to go viral. What it's going to be? Oh wow! Going to be a lot of oh wow oh kind of responses to that. Uh, I feel like all the suspended players will play this weekend, but what game will Autry sit out that the rest of them will play? It's got to be Arkansas, right? That would be my guess. Yes. Yeah. Every, they're going to put all hands on deck for the Ole Miss game you, because you cannot lose that game. So they're going to they're gonna put all that out there. All right. Uh, let's see here. Well, I'll get your, your, atten- your uh, opinions on these. Uh, do you think B&B listeners were more excited to have Jake on the show last week or Bob? The hardcore B and B listener. We're probably pretty pumped to see Bob. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Jake's such a beloved figure, though, yeah. and that is a that is that a show's got more listens than Bob's too. It so. does, and look, it, it's pretty unique for us to have an actual not just a player, but one of the greatest players in any sport in right. NSU history sat here with us. That for, is the for like an that, hour and a half. That's two the hours. football equivalent if we had Dak. Yeah, you know, now Dak's obviously a bigger star now because of, he's gone straight into the NFL and, and done great things. Yeah, but if you know, if we had Dak. Especially if we'd had Dak before his first year. Yeah. Like, in that summer somehow. Yeah. It been like that. And, and having Bob, while it was really cool, a right. lot of people had heard Bob on the show for seven years. Yeah. You and know? then by the same token, those aren't the B&B listeners, though. But 
there are probably a good number of people who were like, who is this guy? Yeah. What is what is happening to the show today? Where's Joel? You know, so. uh, I had to change a flat tire on the side of the road Monday. Is there anything that will put you in a bad mood quicker than changing a tire on the side of the road? Absolutely. <laughs> Playoff baseball? Choking away a lead in the late innings of game four when you could have clinched the NLDS. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I would much rather change a tire on the side of the road than go for that again. I had to change again. a tire on the side of I-20 just outside of Vicksburg, and I've never feared death so much in I my bet. life. I bet. Because, I mean, 18-wheelers are just blowing by you. And uh, I could not – the lug nuts were, would not come off. I was – I mean, I was putting all of my weight, and they would not come were off. Were you on, like, the road side? Yeah. It's like on the driver's side yeah. of the – Yeah, And it was just a problem. Ooh. And uh, a, a highway patrolman pulled up, and he's like, you okay? And, I mean, he, I was – he could tell I was seething. I had scraped my hand on the, uh, on the concrete, and my knuckles were bleeding. And I was on my way home from Vicksburg to Starkville. Yeah. And so I put the donut on. I finally got the damn thing off. I put the donut on. Yeah. This this store, I promise you that day, I went through all seven (laughs) in about 30 seconds. I I go to Walmart to get a new tire. And evidently I had, in putting the lug nuts back on, I had wedged them on there in such a way that they could not come off. I was like, okay. And they're like, you have to replace those. I was like, fine, replace them. Oh, we don't do that. (laughs) What? You went through seven more. They're like, oh, <laughs> at this point, I'm just, I'm losing it, right? Now, by the way, let's, let's point out why I was down there, by the way. I was helping my mom move. I hate moving. And she was in the hospital. She wasn't even at the house. I, like, moved her. She got, she yelled at me because I was like, mom, there's just not enough room where you're moving for all your stuff. I'm going to make some hard choices for you. She's screaming at me. Every bit of this story sounds awful. Yeah, and I mean, I didn't plan to stay. I was going to move, and as soon as we were done, I'm going home. So I had to, while I was at Walmart, I had to buy laundry detergent, clothes, you know, all this stuff, shower stuff. Because my mom didn't have any of that stuff for me. And then I had to, that was on a Saturday. No no mechanic is open on Sunday. So I had, this was the day of the uh, MSU Louisville, is that an Elite Eight or Final Four game? Women's. Was that, uh, that, that was Elite that Eight. That was Elite Eight, yeah. Okay, Elite Eight game. So I watched that game at my mom's. And then the next day, I had to go to an actual like mechanic, and they fixed it. That was a real that you talk about a foul mood. There it is. But changing a tire, changing a tire on the side of the road stuff. Changing on the interstate. Thank God it wasn't dark. I would have. I don't think I could have done it. I, I, yeah, I was going to say. I don't think if it'd been dark, you should just left the car there or something. Yeah, just and, call somebody to pick me up. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to deal with this. All right. Thanks for making me relive that. I appreciate it. Uh, ben Otten, we're getting right into playoff baseball here. Oh, great. Joel, which pitcher has a better start in Game 5? Flaherty or is it – pronounce his name. Fultonevich. There you go. That guy. Uh, here's where I think that the Braves – I really think that Flaherty might be the better pitcher of mm-hmm. the two. Yeah. But I think I'm, I'm – and I know I'm biased here. I think Fulty might have the better start because, A, he went through this playoff crap a year ago. And playoff baseball is a little bit like, you know – being with a woman for the first time, I guess. Like, you're nervous for that first kiss kind of deal. At first, and then when you've done it, you know, it's not as big a deal the second go around. I, I, I think that Fulty's been through this before. And Flaherty, this is his first playoff run, I believe. Yeah. So, I mean, he's going to be – Flaherty's going to be on the road. Um, the, the thing that I'm worried about more than anything, though, is there is a 18-year stigma. I mean, the, the, the rear ends, the, the sphincters in SunTrust Park – on Wednesday but night, but you know those be, have nothing to do with it, right? It doesn't, but it's going to be a tan. Like if the Cardinals go up one nothing, it's going to be painful. Like that stadium is going to go probably just silent. Like here's another Atlanta sports collapse. Yeah. Because I, while I'm just a Braves fan, the city of Atlanta, oh, you know all too well sitting over there, Mister Haydad, how much the city of Atlanta has been well known for just I crapping don't know things what away. You could be talking about so. uh what could you be referring to there? Oh, <laughs> mm. uh, but anyway, I hope, I hope our friend Brooks Roberts is listening. I do know that I do feel like Fulty will have the better. St- it's going to come down though to to the Braves, the middle of that order, because Dead Gum Freeman and Donaldson and Marquette, they've done nothing in this series. Yeah. I mean, if 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 they wake up a little bit, I think the Braves are fine. But that's a big if right now. Yeah. Uh, ben also wants to know, when do you think they will release the MSU baseball schedule? A lot of schedules are LSU's is out, Ole Miss's is out. 
I think Alabama's is out. I want to say last year State didn't release theirs until late November. Okay. Well, then it's going to be a while. Um, so I think it'll probably be at least another month if they stick to last year's schedule. But yeah. who knows? Uh, let's see here. Reservoir Dog wants to know, if someone made a pumpkin spice beer, would it taste like pumpkin? There is pumpkin spice beer. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know. I'll let you handle that one. I mean, let me, let me, I mean, I'm like 90, I know there's pumpkin beer. Spice beer. Here we go, right there. Uh, there's pretty much everything nowadays, so it doesn't shock me that there would the be. The 20 best pumpkin beers for for fall. Here, this is uh, Nitro, Breckenridge Brewery. Uh, let's see here. Jack's Pumpkin Spice Ale, made by Anheuser-Busch. Southern Tier Pumpkin Imperial. There's, there's all sorts of pumpkin spice beers. So, yeah, those things exist. Uh, let's see here. Would it taste like pumpkins? I mean, I, f- I feel like I'm going to steal from uh uh from from pulp fiction where it's what, what do you say he's like it may taste like pumpkin pie but i wouldn't know because i won't <laughs> i'm not gonna drink pumpkin beer so i <laughs> well, don't know didn't bobby see uh didn't you didn't y'all have a story the other day when strawberry you went to three sisters oh, and I'm you so, asked the, I, the bartender if three the strawberry, daughters three daughters yeah didn't, didn't you ask them if the strawberry beer tastes like strawberry i did and it did so I, i'll drink strawberry beer Strawberry, uh, Pete's Wicked Strawberry or an Abita Strawberry, those are good. But pumpkin, I don't like pumpkin pie. Why would I want to drink pumpkin beer? So, no. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the Allegheny Boys tennis team. Oh, I, I need to know more about this, this tennis team. Uh, would you rather have two straight losing seasons for MSU football with a baseball national title or two very good football seasons, back-to-back 10-2 and two records, and no national title for baseball? I think you got to take the national title there, don't you? We have a similar question to like this coming up, so let's let's wait for that, and we'll put all this together. Okay. Very similar question to me. All right. Uh, let's see here. I'm glad you pre-read every question. Sometimes I, I read some of them, and sometimes I, I, I wait till I try we get to keep here. try to keep it going here. Uh, let's see here. Wes Williamson, who I, I by the way, Wes, I meant to give you a shout out on uh on the Friday B&B show. I did the quote marks when I did that. Uh, as the godfather of Bulldog Sports Radio, I know that you love to hear that. Um, I haven't heard Howland talk about DJ Stewart. He was a four-star recruit, I believe. I saw a few minutes of practice last year. He's crazy athletic. Could he work his way into the rotation? Well, you must not have watched the periscope I did of Ben Howland's uh, press conference, nor nor did you read my article following the day following. Uh, it looks like DJ Stewart's going to start the season. He's going to be... When, when Nick Weathersman is still suspended, he will be the starting two guard while Tyson is at the uh, one. That said, I think you and I came off, again, proving that we're a couple idiots. Because I think we talked men's basketball last didn't week. Bring up we DJ didn't even be, bring him up. I can go one further with that. We talked about women's basketball and to bring, did not bring up Rakia Jackson. Yeah, we're dummies. We weren't, we got to let these, these seasons start happening. i got to see players before I can, I can do stuff. Uh, let's see here. Kurt has a bunch of questions here for you. More realistic finish to the season. Six and six or eight and four? I think it's six and six, unfortunately. Yeah. If you made me if if you came down right now, if someone came in and said state is finishing either six and six or eight and four, I would think six and six is the one that they finish. Yes. Right. I agree. Has Joel T broken the mold of the guy following the guy? I, I think, sure hope so. I think you have. I think wow. you, you you have you I mean, the show is more successful than it was before. But I maintain though, had Bobby C had this platform with Super Talk. I disagree, and I'll tell you why. I don't know that I could have continued the the show in the way that it was because with Bulldog Sports Radio, I could be more of a fan. I don't feel like I can do that here. I feel like I need to be more objective. That's why I'm going to give you guys a little inside baseball here. The question that people are still bringing up about who would I rather see win a championship, guys, I wasn't going to pick Mississippi State because I'm trying to trying to stay objective here. Yeah, Everybody knows what the real answer is. Get over yourselves. Yeah. Uh, number three, he wants my all-time at Mount Rushmore of Laker greats, and then he wants yours of the Braves. Mm. I'll, I'll go first. Uh, mine is, is just players: uh, Magic, Kareem, Kobe, Shaq. Okay. All right. That's fair. I'm cutting out Jerry West, and I'm cutting out uh, probably Elgin Baylor. James Worthy is is you know he's on he's he can be on the tour, uh, and then LeBron. We'll see what happens. You know, right now he's not there. But Magic is is Washington for me. He's number one. Kareem, Kobe, Shaq. This is really tough with the Braves. It's really tough. I swear to God, I'll come across this table if Del Murphy's not on there, though. I will fight you here in the studio. I mean, I don't know that he is because he's not a Hall of Famer. 
I'm, I'm, well, I'm getting ready. I'm, I'm coming on. over. Come, come give me some, I mean, you have guys that 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 completed Hall of Fame careers. Oh, you, you can put Warren Spahn on there. What are you going to do? I'm putting Hank Aaron on there. Uh, hey, Hank Aaron has to be on there. I agree with that. Put Chipper Jones on there. Okay. Best switch hitter in Major League history. Mickey Mantle was a switch hitter. Yeah. I maintain that Chipper, oh, Chipper's my right there God. with him. Wow. All right. Ask Chipper who is. I mean, it's. All right. All right. Yeah, who I, are the other ones? I didn't watch Mickey Mantle, but. Well, I'm, neither I'm, did I. I wasn't alive. They're, they're close. Aaron, Chipper. Uh huh. The thing that keeps me from putting Maddox on it uh-huh. is he had some good years with Chicago. He did. Too. So glad. So I, I'm going to keep Maddox off, which is that, that's ridiculous to say. Yeah, that's ridiculous to say. His best years were in Atlanta. They, they were, um, but Glavin won a couple of sides there too. Mm-hmm. And and he was a brave his entire career. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, except that he went to the Mets, obviously, but didn't do crap there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think. Aaron, Chipper. Mm-hmm. If you made me say right now, I'd say Glavin and Smoltz. Oh are you people hearing this? Are you hearing what Joel Coleman is saying? He just he just did a Braves Mount Rushmore and then put Dale Murphy on. I don't care he's not in the Hall of Fame. It's a joke that he's not in the Hall of Fame. I, I agree with that. Oh my god. But you wait till Ryan Nelson did, hears this did Dale, podcast. Did Dale he's Murphy, come find you. Did Dale Murphy have a better career than John Smoltz? He was a three-time MVP, right? Well, Smoltz was a two-time Cy Young. So three is greater than two, and, isn't and, it? And was a closer that racked up the saves and like was one of the – I think it was Dale the Murphy only – Dale Murphy started his career as a catcher. I mean, <laughs> that's what I'm telling you. This is that, That's Mur- a really tough – Let's put it like this. I had somebody tweet me the other day that the Braves have no history. No, that's not true. It's the longest-running, yeah. continuously-running franchise Murphy, in baseball. Dale Murphy had about a five-year stretch where he was the best player in baseball. Yeah. Did Smoltz ever have a stretch where he was the best pitcher in baseball? And I would say no. He wasn't ever the best pitcher on his own team. <laughs> that, that's I'm, I'm, I'm going to disagree with you on this. When, when you're on a team that's got two other Hall of Famers, I'm not even a Braves fan. I'm just, but I am. And, and I know there's a lot of people offended that grew this. up and, and watched all the '80s that are screaming Dale Murphy, but buddy, and you, I'm not saying your that, mentions tomorrow are going to be a train wreck. I'm not I can't saying Dale Murphy sucks. I mean, I, I admit that that's a tough. Call to make, man. But, I'm just telling you, you 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 just got yourself a lot of Twitter drama when you don't really need it tomorrow. Hey, it's gonna let you know that if you want. They ask for mine, right? Yeah. So somebody else can put him on there. I'm just saying. Somebody else can put him on there. All right. Dogbone thirty three. Did you know that MSU only averages sixty eight offensive plays per game, which is ninety six in the country? Does it drive you insane like it does me to watch the offense check with the sideline when the play clock is winding down to less than 10? Hey! I, I have a question, by the I have way. A thing that, there was a thing that was true about that if I don't... I have a question. If I read if his I curse that. word, does that count for me or him or both? Both. Both? No, I think it counts more for him. It's okay. His. Run the damn play! <laughs> Buddy, you preach to the choir. All right? Yes, it drives me insane. Matt Tucker wants us to rank the Jokers from worst to first. I haven't seen the most recent one you have, okay. so... You're gonna have to throw that one, but Ledger's number one. Yeah, here's the thing for me is it's tough to rank Joaquin Phoenix because there's no interaction with Batman in this movie. I mean, I guess there technically sort of is. Don't give any spoilers. Here. Well, he's seven. I mean, what do you want me to tell you? I mean, he's not Batman. So I'm gonna I'll rank him, but it's. The, the interaction with Batman is what makes the Joker. So, uh, here's the thing, too. All of them are good, except Jared Leto. He's dead last. Dead last. And there's a gap that you could drive 100 Batmobiles between. Um, <sighs> Ledger's one. Ledger is one. And that's without me even seeing Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, he, he, but he is. He, he is one. Am I counting Mark Hamill in this? If so, he might be two. He's two. No, he's yeah, he's two. Phoenix is three, Nicholson is four, and then Cesar Romero is five. But here's the thing: the gap between one and five is not as great as the gap between five and six. Yeah, Lido is horrible. So, yeah, I agree with your ranking there yeah. completely. Yeah, Mark Hamill, Mark Hamill is the Joker to a lot of people. I say that I say I agree with your ranking, having not seen Joaquin Phoenix. I agree with your ranking. Don't take your kid; go see it by yourself. Well, I'll probably have to wait until the darn thing is on, like, either the direct TV. I can buy yeah. it right there or yeah. whatever. The kids need to be asleep. Okay. Uh, Alex Barham wants to know, if we go seven, if we, I'm sorry, 
I'm trying. I'm trying, folks. If Mississippi State goes seven and five, what bowl would you like to see us in? There are two choices for me. I like to either go to the Music City Bowl. You haven't been there in a while, or the Texas Bowl. State has not been to in this rotation, and I like to go to Houston. Houston's a fine city. I like to eat Texas barbecue. I, I could be down with going to Houston. Record notwithstanding, yeah. you don't want any of those. Where do You're I want? wanting Vegas, aren't you? I don't think state, I don't think they could go at seven and five. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like record, like if it oh, was if, just if, location. Yeah. If I could just pick, I'd go to Las Vegas. Yeah, if state's not in the playoff, Vegas. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I personally, I like. I, I'm kind of rooting for Nashville. Okay, yeah, Nashville's a fine, fine town. We had a lot. I had a good time up there for the SEC basketball tournament. Uh, I think it's a good place. Personally, nobody, nobody listening wants this, and I don't even know if I want it. But just from an ease standpoint. Mm-hmm. Memphis. Memphis is really Nobody easy. wants that. Drive Not up there. Not even you. Well, you don't saying, really want that. I'm just that. saying from a work standpoint, I could drive up there, cover the game, and drive back to the house. Yeah. But nobody um, cares about my, my convenience. If so. we could add any MSU player from the past 10 years to this year's team, who would it be? Football? No, I'm sorry, basketball. MSU basketball, I'm sorry. Past 10 years? Yeah. That'd be a point guard, wouldn't it? I mean, that would be a, a, a. There's nothing wrong with that. If you uh, want to go with D. Bost or yeah. uh, Jamont Gordon, would be your best options there. Or just do you want to just keep Lamar? I don't know. That's not where I'm going though. Who are you going? I'm going Vernardo. Ooh yeah, I'd go Vernardo. Gives you that that consistent defensive yeah. presence in the yeah. That's that, the right answer. Yeah. That, that, Vernardo is the guy. That is, that's the, that's the correct answer. And, and he can score too. He's more of an offensive guy. He's better defensively than a do, and he's also better offensively than a do. Put Vernardo in there and Perry. That's 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 the best front court in the country with, yeah. with, with Woodard. That's the best front court. Yeah, that's. The I'll answer. take him over anybody. Because you can make do with Tyson and I who can. else. I can. And, and when Nick comes back, he's fine. Yeah, at the point. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna be so good down low that you don't have to worry about stuff like that. Wes Williamson again. Listening to the Tuesday show, you don't think we should have beaten Kentucky or Iowa? Did we say that? I can live with Kentucky because you know once you see the full season and they were ten win team and they beat Penn State and they're a good team. I can live with losing that game. Maybe not the way you lost it, but they should have beaten Iowa. Did we say it? They shouldn't have beaten Iowa. If we did, then it was like some kind of slip of the tongue that we didn't mean. Because I don't think either one of us yeah, believe that. No, no, no. Uh, let's see here. Scott Graham wants to know. Does it make more sense to base future prediction based on what you have seen over the course of the season or the most recent game? I mean, you got to sort of combine them. Yeah, you do have to combine them. Yeah, I mean, obviously what's happened throughout the season is important, but if during the last game if something just fell apart... There's a lot of truth in the old saying that you're never as good as you are on your best day and you're never as bad as you are on your worst. State right. is not as terrible as they looked at Auburn. They're right. not. I agree with that. I mean, it, it was a... a cluster of ginormous proportions there's no doubt about that but that is not who mississippi state is i'm not saying that they're world beaters either but they're not just trash like they looked for a half against auburn they're just not right uh let's see here what's our next question uh ryan nelson dak prescott's passing ability is still torn apart daily despite stats and film that he's comparable to the best qbs is any of that reason because he played at msu there's something to that i think because he just came from a place that doesn't traditionally churn out quarterbacks. And he also played for a coach that was responsible for Tebow. Yeah. Who also was well-known. And, and there's think, always been think, that little bit of Tebow, a comparison I think there. Tebow has a reason people believe that Dak is more like him than – and he's not. He's not like him at all. Yeah. you know They both can run. That's the end of it. You know, they're both good, decent Christian men, I would assume. Uh, yes, that's about it. So I, I think there's something to that for sure. Let's see here. Uh – a. Swenson, who do you project the SEC coaching carousel to look like? Who's out and who's in? Who's out? Mason is out. Mason's out. I think Muschamp, I think is, Muschamp going to, is going to be out. And if they go 8-4 and four and lose a bowl game, why isn't Gus Malzahn out? He might be. He might be out. And beyond that, I don't think Pruitt's out. I don't think Luke is going to be out no matter what happens. Pruitt could be out if they just if they crap finish, the if they finish the rest two of the and way. Ten. If they, I think who, who's UAB is their last non-conference game. That is a losable game for them. I mean, at this point, they lost to Georgia State and BYU. Every game is a losable game for them. Pruitt um, could be out, but I think you feel feel good about saying Mason Muschamp and who was the other one I said? Malzahn. Malzahn. Malzahn is iffy. Muschamp and Mason are for sure out. Who's in? I mean, I have no idea. Is Chad Morris safe? No matter what. They go. What are they? They haven't. If they go two and ten again, no. 
not completely safe. He can't. I mean, he can't go four and twenty in your first two years. He just can't. Matt Luke safe no matter what now. I think so. Well, I don't think it's, it's, it's. I think it's unless they can get an athletic director in there between now and then. But they do at least have a chancellor now if they wanted to have. Somebody they sure do. Fire him. They sure do. Very, uh, very well done search from what I can tell. No, <laughs> never, no nobody's upset about it at all. Uh, let's see here. I've seen more people upset about a chancellor search than I like. I just. Like that, I, I mean, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be involved with your university and that it's not important. Lord knows it's important to have a great president or chancellor or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not disputing the importance of it, but I don't think I've ever seen such coverage of a chancellor slash president search because, ever. Well, I mean, first off, this is the first one in like the real. I mean, when, when, when did Keenum come in? Mm-hmm. Ten, something like that. Something like that. So yeah. I mean, it's been, Twitter wasn't as big. That's true. But also on top of that, I mean. This is what happens when you get you don't get the guy you want. I bet when back in the day when Fogelsong was was brought in, not that I I, I don't have any ill will towards Doc Fogelsong, uh, it would have been that way. Been like, who is this guy? So uh, another one from Swenson. Let's see here. Can we get a home and home with Clemson in football and baseball? Living in South Carolina, married to a Clemson family, that'd be awesome. What? You no, won't, you won't see John Cohen making that. John Cohen call. ain't gonna be looking to make that deal. Why any MSU fan would want to play Clemson now, baseball earlier than fine. January one? Now baseball, yeah, yeah, baseball fine. be a okay, but football, uh, uh-uh. what I, Scott Strickland said it best: rather play them in December or January yeah. than September and October. Uh, let's see here. Uh, where are we? Brian McDuff wants to know. We we talked about our favorite teams, right? Mm-hmm. Would covering those teams? As media hurt your love for them. Yes. It would have to. Absolutely. It would absolutely have to. Because I I know that a lot of you guys, I mean, y'all ask us questions all the time about, and y'all know where our hearts have always been. There's no doubt about that and who we grew up rooting for and I'm, you know, an alum of, and y'all know all that, but I can't explain until you live it how when you cover a team, I'm not saying there's not still some part of you that hopes that team wins. I mean, there have definitely been moments, and it's harder for me in baseball than anything. Um, there, there have definitely been moments, the, the, the ninth inning that we sat here and talked about with Jake, mm-hmm. with, with Mac and him, and, and that special thing that went on against Stanford. All those things can still raise the goosebumps every now and then, but you lose a lot of emotional attachment whenever it's your job. Yeah. Because you go to like, this. I think that gets lost sometimes. People think we just go and eat the popcorn and wave the pom poms and go to the house. And. There's just so much more to it than yeah. that, and, Plus, and a you lot get, of that. You emotional. get to know those players, and you know, like Dante Jones is my all-time favorite bulldog. It, maybe not, maybe not just in basketball, maybe in all yeah. sports. What if he was just a jerk? Yeah, you know, I mean that 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 sours you. Yeah. What if you know Richard Williams? You know, remember Dante was in, academically ineligible for a couple of games. Or yeah. Something. And I I throw a question out there, and, and Williams snaps at me, and he's just you know you're you don't know anything. I mean that's going to sour me. It's yeah, this is human nature. Yeah. So. And, and this isn't to disparage anybody. I'm not going to call out any names or, or right. point out anybody. But some of the people that you all root for every Saturday or whatever, they don't treat us well. Like, and I don't mean they're mean to us or yeah. whatever, but they like it's not like they come in and pat us on the back and we're all friends and anything. Yeah. You know, a lot of times they're they're they avoid us. Yeah. They don't want to be with like they they. Like we may have a simple, you know, story that's positive towards them, and they're like, you know, the heck with the media. We're not going to talk to the media. Yeah, kind of thing. Like there is a little bit of a disdain towards us, which I think, in a lot of instances, a lot of instances is not really unfairness because a lot of times I think those players don't quite quite get it. And it was why I sat here and told Jake the other day, and it was the truth. That baseball team and his class with him and Cole and and McNamee and Ethan Small and a lot of those guys. A lot of those guys got it. Like, if you wrote a story that was talking about their slumps or whatever, they didn't care. They knew it was the truth kind of thing. And there are players in other sports that, you know, if you don't perform the way that you're supposed to perform and you write about that, well, they're, you know, good luck getting them to talk to you ever again. Yeah. And, yeah, I, it, right. it, you know, it's just how it is sometimes. And so it does. It takes away your some of the rooting or whatever mm. for them, and it becomes just a job. Yeah, I agree. Uh, another one from McDuff. What is your favorite? Who who is your favorite guilty pleasure artist? Full disclosure, his is Taylor Swift. Ah, uh, I like some Taylor. Swift I, I was gonna say I don't mind some T Swift. I have a Kelly Clarkson song on my Spotify. You do? We yeah. listen to it on the way home. That's right. Guilty pleasure artist. Who's your T? Like turning up and like I hope nobody hears this. 
See, that's the thing about me, though. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that I care if anybody knows about me. Oh, really? Like, I don't care if you think I'm a loser. I'm a... <laughs> to quote Mike Gundy, I'm a man. Yeah. You know, I, You're not 40. I don't care what you think. But uh, I, I got a wife and two kids love me. As, Lord loves me. It's all I need. But I love uh, you. And you love me? I, I, I am trying to think, though. What is... I listen to so little music. Yeah. Like, it's just tough for me. I... I Joel's a huge Roman Reigns fan. That's what it is. I'm actually a huge MLB Network radio. Is what I drive down the road listening to 90% of the time. All right. Our All podcast. Right. Let's see here. Uh, dear Old State, because of the SEC schedule makeup, aren't even years going to be more manageable than odd years? Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. When you get Auburn, Arkansas, and A&M at home instead of on the road, yeah, that's your, your always... T- your toss-ups are all in your backyard. You feel better You feel better about saying those games should be 2-1 and one versus... One and two. You absolutely want to play Bama and LSU and things on the road because most years you're losing those anyway. And you want to play Kentucky on the road because you feel like you're going to beat them either way. Uh, and then an Ole Miss is just it just it's just what it's it is. It's a toss up every year. And then, so that way you're getting your other East team, which could be Georgia or, or Florida or Tennessee or who you know not Tennessee is good right now, but you get them at home. So yeah, next year you feel like in the conference you have four relatively winnable home games. I mean, I know Auburn just beat MSU by thirty some odd points. But the point remains that those two teams have been pretty even through the years. Did we look this up the other day? Who states uh, other East? Missouri. Uh, it's Missouri. That's right. They Missouri, come to Starville for the very first, first time. time. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, where are we? Another one from Dear Old State. Do you think having a different starting group every week because the suspensions has hurt team cohesion? No, I don't think that. Mm-mm. I think everybody understands what's going on. Yeah. You know? Uh, let's see. Okay, this is the other question here. This is from Robert Herrick. Vandy is terrible at football, but wins natties in baseball. Would you give a terrible football season for a baseball national championship? Conversely, would you rather have a terrible baseball program but win a national title in football like Bama? So basically, those two questions are asking this. Would you rather be Alabama or Vanderbilt? I would rather be Alabama. Yeah, because of the... And, and this is coming from a humongous baseball guy. Football is the front door of your yeah, university. Nobody cares about Alabama baseball. If you're winning matter. football national titles, you are. I mean, that's going to look at Alabama's enrollment numbers and yeah. everything else. The last and they have done 10, 12 They years. are literally. I mean, they're good. They're great in softball. They won, I think, a national title yeah. there maybe too. But I mean, their men's basketball program not great. Mm-hmm. Women's basketball not great. Baseball has been really bad. But nobody cares. Yeah. You know. I mean, overall, from an overall athletic department perspective, Mississippi State's probably. More better than Alabama, and that's, and, and that's probably what's, that's one what's of, frustrating is you're better in all these things, but you're not winning championships. Yeah. Whereas Alabama's, they're terrible in everything but one or two, and they've won national titles. Yeah. I shouldn't say that because Alabama's sitting here winning national titles in gymnastics and stuff. Yeah, the state yeah. doesn't have that. Yeah, gymnastics so, and yeah, so I guess they're like all that. successful in their own way. But state is pretty much across the board successful. I know yeah. soccer and volleyball have kind of been. Not great, but well, soccer made the NCAA tournament last they year. Did. First time they ever. did, they did. So it's on the way up. Yeah. But um, but anyway, state has been state just has a good athletic. My, my question, the answer to the question though, for me anyway, is I would rather be Alabama. I'd rather. Oh yeah, I'd rather that the knowing that come fall, that you're one of the best teams in the country. Yeah, I, I take that. Yep. All right. Uh, let's see here. This question. These questions are from Andrew Miller. Why do so many football play by play guys call an end around a reverse and a reverse a double reverse? Andrew Miller plays for the Cardinals. I think it's a different Andrew Miller. I don't, I don't think it's the same guy. I was going to say, I'm not answering your question, Andrew. But. <laughs> That's a different one. I'm, I, I'll tell you what, if that is the Andrew Miller, hey, man, we'd love to have you on the show sometime, only if you lose to the Braves, though. I don't think Joel could I – don't, I don't feel like having Joel assault a guest would be a good idea. But he's right. This is a, an epidemic. Uh, that What was the question? I didn't even Play-by-play play guys call an end-around a reverse and a reverse a double reverse. Yeah. and they, they, rever- they, An end-around is when you hand the ball off to a receiver and he's coming around – the backside and play-by-play guys also call RPOs. They call play. They call the play-action passes RPOs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A reverse is when you hand it to the one receiver and then he hands it to another receiver. Mm-hmm. A double reverse is three handoffs. Yes, or three pitches or whatever you want to do. So, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Well, uh, the, the 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 foundation for that is uh, a lot of times the guys that call the games, and I'm not this isn't the case all the time. But a lot of times, the guys you get calling games are idiots like Brian and myself. That's a good point. And that's, so, that's, that's more the, often than not sometimes. Yeah. Uh, T-Rob wants to know, the MSU football team is a stock. Should I buy, sell, or hold? I think I would, I'm holding. I'm going to hold for right now. We're just going to see where see where the stock takes us. It'll be up a little bit after next week if, if State wins. That might be a time to sell because it'll, it'll drop after LSU. 
Uh, I'm buying women's basketball. I'm buying baseball. What about men's basketball? I would buy, but I buy cautiously. I feel like Jim Cramer here. You got to buy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would buy. Would you buy? I wouldn't buy a lot. Just just buy cautiously. Are you confident if Reggie? Because I think this is probably Reggie Perry's last year at State. Yes. Is that fair? Yes. You confident past this year at State can maintain being a tournament level team? Next year's starting lineup. Nick is a junior, right? Right? I think that's right. Yeah, he's behind Tyson Carter, who's a senior. I think that's right. Okay, yeah. so, so your starting lineup next year is Nick. You know you're going to have probably – I would assume Nick comes back for a senior year. So Nick, Woodard. <sighs> DJ. Oh, DJ is the two. Uh, who's the four? That's where you got to find – probably that Tulu Smith kid is going to be the four. Everybody's raving about him, who's transferred from Western Kentucky. And then the five – uh, did it do red shirt? You would, you know, if only we had a device. Yeah, I think he did. But even if he didn't, that the, the I don't know. Got to, got to, you got to, you got to probably. I, I don't know. I don't know. Next year's gonna be interesting. Next year will be a little bit of a transition year. Yeah. Uh, Zach Huzak wants to know. We have the power to realign the SEC however we want. Add, drop teams, change, remove divisions. What do you want? What do you want to do? We think we talked about. It. We're gonna remove the divisions. Are we, talk, are we talking about strictly football here? Well, I mean, I guess, but get rid of the divisions. Do that, and then let's remove a couple of teams. We're going to get rid of Missouri. we got to get rid of one more. Vandy. Just get rid of them. I mean, they're, they're a charter member, though. That's true. I mean, what do they provide, though? I, I would like to get Vandy out just because I don't want to have to hear the whistler anymore. You know, if I hear them in Omaha, at least I'm in Omaha, right? Uh, yeah, so let's get rid of Missouri and Vandy, and who do you want to bring in? You know, now, think, don't think in terms of, you know, oh, Clemson and Oklahoma. Get some eyeballs here. Where, where are we going? North Carolina State is always a popular choice when people talk about this. Because you get, you know, that, the, the, all those people in the Charlotte area, but you're not taking Duke and North Carolina because you, you don't want to deal with basketball like that. So North Carolina State and then Texas. Get the Texas Texas A and M rivalry back going in the SEC. I just don't know if Texas would come. And, and also, you already have that kind of the Texas market too. Yeah, Texas would not come because they're not going to go anywhere. They're not the top dog. Oklahoma, you don't have the Oklahoma market. Right you now, don't, so. but I don't know that they would leave Texas. I don't think they would leave the Big Ten. I mean, how far out can we go here? I mean, honestly, I told you when we went to Kansas State, I felt like that was a they felt like an SEC team, but you don't really gain anything from that. Um. Louisville, you don't really gain anything bringing them in. Virginia Tech, you get the do you get the DC market with that? Uh, I mean, I guess you would. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know how close Blacksburg is to Washington DC. I don't know who. I don't know what metropolitan areas. Are, but it seems like that's a, a market you're not in right now, at least. So maybe that. What's your Halloween costume going to be this year? Halloween is for children. I am an adult. Is not an acceptable answer. So if you you and I were we talked about if your hair was longer we could go as flare and double A yeah and I haven't I haven't cut my hair since uh, end of July and and there's a reason for that because mm-hmm. that was the Braves got red hot then I was just like I'm gonna more. ride it out right. so if the Braves lose you know Wednesday I'm probably gonna, gonna cut Thursday cut. so yeah that wouldn't work then um but if if the Braves playoff run keeps going we could do it we can still do that I gotta get some like big aviator sunglasses I've also got to bleach it don't I. It's a little. It's not. It's not blonde enough. Yeah. yeah. And it, Cal T's is blonde. Enough. Yes. And so. mine at the age of Cal T was blonde enough. Okay. But at thirty four, not so much. All right. Uh, let's see here. Frank Dukes, who of course oh, you know, won the Kumite. Uh, after the first week of the Wednesday Night Wars, what's your impression of both shows? I didn't watch NXT. I watched AEW. And, and your was, boy was in the main event, I believe. Adam Cole. Yeah, I didn't watch it either. Well, he's the champion. I expect him to be in the main event. So, so you watched the other show despite your boy being on the other show. You, right, you I wanted to see what AEW was going to do, and I was very impressed. Very impressed. Yeah, I actually did watch AEW, and I didn't watch NXT either. So, so yeah, uh, so you're yeah, giving me grief. Impressed. Yeah, well, I, Adam Cole's not my boy. This is a big week for AEW after the entire world is angry at WWE from for Sunday night. This they, they they if they put on a big show tomorrow night or tonight as you're listening, they have a chance to grab some uh, some some leverage. I, I, if I were them, I don't know who they were planning what their plans are as far as like bringing out superstars, but if they've got one in the chamber, that's the time. And I, and I might bring them out in the first segment. 
just try to get get hold as many eyeballs as I could. I, I think somebody, and it may be this this maybe Frank Dukes here mm-hmm. asking question. Uh, I did see one of the questions said who is the next free agent or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's to, coming to up. Go yeah. to and uh, it's not Punk. Evidently, he's so I was going to say over with the, the uh, Punk is the only guy that's kind of out there that I think makes a wave. Oh, that's not true. I mean, if they if somebody defected that we don't know about, now that's probably unlikely to happen. But I mean, if we woke up, we go Wednesday and and I don't. I'm trying to think of somebody who who could be like Bray Wyatt, who's just tired of being screwed over by the WWE and says, "I'm coming." That would make waves. Well, the problem is, I mean, these guys that you're seeing in big matches in WWE, yeah, I mean, contract. they're under contract. They can't yeah. just show up on Wednesday with AEW. No. Like, there's nobody that's sitting out right now. That where's, could just pop where's up. Rick Rude when we need him? <laughs> Do both shows. On the same night, right? Yeah. yeah. That's actually the next question, too, is Jay Smith who asked that question. He also wants to know Jay Smith does. Yeah, it was the same night. Uh, Malik Deer looked good as a third down receiving running back versus Kentucky. It adds a wrinkle to the offense. With Joe being the offensive guru, why don't we see more of that? That's a good question. I'm still trying to figure out why Kylan Hill was getting carries in the fourth quarter of the Auburn game. I mean, you got to pull him out of the game. I don't care how healthy Gibson and, and, uh, and Witherspoon are. Somebody can carry the ball. Robert Rivers is on the roster. You know, well, I mean, Schrader, Deer. Schrader was out there too, right? Yeah, I, I mean, mean I, I get that Tommy's hurt, and they didn't so want to play. Who, who do you? Do you I, I guess you don't want to go to Logan Burnett. Didn't or, make any sense. Just, and, I mean, and, just give up. I mean, just tap out. You're down forty points. Tap out. Don't get anybody hurt. I mean, Keaton's out there throwing fifty yard passes down the field. I mean, if he can play in four games and maintain his redshirt, why can't he go in there and hand the ball off to Robert uh, River or somebody? Don't I, I don't disagree. know. All right, uh, John Jeffrey Nelson. In our opinion. Is Vic Schaefer the women's coach at MSU five years from today? Uh, I mean, I, I think we've said it on the show before. The only thing that scares you is A&M. Yeah, I think he's still be the coach here. Yeah, if I think you made pro- me I think bad, the, I'd I think say the program has is. Is, is gotten too big for him to walk away from. And yeah. I think State would pay him out the wazoo to yeah, stay. You can't let him go. If if As bad as it would be for John Cohen, to, for Joe Moorhead to fail, it would be ten times worse if, if – Vic Schaefer left for another. It, no one's going to believe. No one's going to care that he went to his alma mater. No one's going to care. Yeah. So, uh, let's see here. Chris New wants to know what our favorite Seinfeld episode is. Never really watched Seinfeld. I mean, I've watched it, but oh. I can't. I can't sit here and tell you an episode. Right. Mine is mine is the comeback. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Will Burford wants to know who has the best uniforms in the NFL. Hmm. I have a couple answers for this. I don't want to just say this because you're sitting there. I like the Saints black. I like the Saints color rush, the all whites with the gold numerals. Yeah. Those are good. The Saints, I don't like the all blacks. I never have. I always like, whenever I would play the Saints on Madden at home, I was always black with gold pants. That's that's the Saints look for me. Um, I like the Dolphins uniforms. They, 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 they look sharp. I If they would go back to the, the old logo, I, I'm not a big yeah, fan yeah. of the more recent logo. I'm more yeah. of a fan of the Marino style yeah. Dolphin. But the jersey color is is, is cool. Yeah, uh, and of course the the best jersey is the old Chargers powder blues. Mm-hmm. Those are fantastic. Uh, I like those very much. Uh, let's see here. Uh, where are we? You know, I guess the Chargers. I'm just trying. Like that powder blue. The only. I mean, we're dropping down to college here, but the Chargers, Ole Miss, and what UCLA is that the same? All is that all kind of the same nah, blue? Are they the only ones that use that color? UCLA's blue is different. It's not powder blue. Okay. It, it's got its own name. I don't know what it is off the top of my head. Uh, as far as like powder, I mean, the Royals used to use powder blue. Used to. The Braves used to have used sort of to. a powder blue. Yeah, all that's used um, to. There's some basketball teams that like have some some light blue like that. I think so. it's one of the, le- the less you know. Yeah. Least used color. Nobody wants to wear the same colors as Ole Miss. That's all it is. <laughs> Clay Crowder wants to know, is it possible Keaton Thompson was trying to transfer out knowing he was going to be third string behind Garrett, or was he leaving even if he's just going to be the backup? I think I, I, I am I am interested to know if, if Keaton never goes in the transfer portal, what how does this play out? Is it is it different? I, I think it might have been, but that said, I think he was leaving no matter what. He he didn't he didn't foresee Schrader he might have thought Trader was going to get ahead of him, but I think he just wanted to get out. I don't know. I don't know how it would have worked out, but I think that in the end, this worked out best for Mississippi State. The fact that you're seeing Trader step in there and already as a true freshman, yeah. it's obvious he's the quarterback of the future. I agree with so that. I think that was a situation where it did just work itself out to the best for all parties, I think. But we'll see. All right. 
Uh, Will Eubank wants to know, what's our favorite breakfast meal? What do you like to eat for breakfast? Uh, I'll just tell you what I eat for breakfast most days. Okay. It's um, going to be healthy, isn't it? Well, I like those. Uh, well, yeah, I guess kind of, sort of. Um, I really like those Jimmy Dean. Um, it's like a turkey sausage breakfast bowl. Okay. It's got potatoes and cheese and turkey sausage and uh, egg, I think it's actually egg white in, in the in the turkey sausage one. But anyway, mm-hmm. I, I really like that. That's what I most days yeah. I'll go with that and throw a banana or something with it. So I mean, I, that's not nothing. Just yeah. My favorite, though, like, just, I could have anything. Yeah. I love, like, the blueberry pancakes at IHOP. Okay. So, for me, it's French toast. French toast is my favorite thing to have for breakfast. But my favorite breakfast meal, pecan waffle, double order hash browns, scattered, double chunk, triple covered, and a side of bacon. Now we're talking. Yeah. We're going there. Yeah. Cameron Crockett wants to know, Let's just say Joe is a consistent seven and five, eight and four coaches at state. Never lower, never higher. How many years of that do you think you could take before state moves on, buddy? You should take as many of those as you can get. He'd be here forever. If forever. He Mullen, Mullen wasn't going nowhere. Mm. And I mean, he, I mean, Mullen had higher, but he also had lower. You'd always have a segment that were like getting a little tick that you kept banging your head against the glass ceiling. Yeah. But if he if because he goes seven are, five, eight and four, he he'd be here probably. Because as long with as bowl he games, you're going to get some nine game nine win games nine win seasons in there. Mm-hmm. So you, you you take it forever. Uh, let's see here. Reed Booth. What can be done about all these 11 a.m. kickoffs? It's destroying the experience of coming to games for me, anyway. Uh, for me, anyway. Will schools in the SEC push back on this with ESPN networks? Well, Greg Byrne did. Greg Byrne did, and but at the end of the day, no. No. The, the ESPN is giving these schools millions of dollars. Nobody's going to upset that apple cart. Nope. At all. So you just got to t- tough it out. Uh my wife tells me i got to start saving change for this PlayStation 5, which comes out at the end of next year. Have they announced it? Uh, they got announced today. Uh, Corey Pilkington wants to know, is there any way you and I could show up in the press box with me wearing a Mountain Dew shirt and you wearing a Diet Mountain Dew shirt? First off, shouts to Corey Pilkington. Glad to have you back, buddy. <laughs> this is, as, as insults go for me, this is like not even that bad. Still gave me one of the I coolest Braves hats I ever had, I didn't had, wince. Corey. I didn't wince. So. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if, if we can get the shirts, do they make Mountain Dew shirts in my size? I do know they make Mountain Dew shirts, or they used to sell them at like Old Navy. Yeah, they, they make them. But I, I don't know that I've ever seen a diet Mountain Dew shirt. Well, I mean, do they make them in my size? That's the other question. I don't know. Brad Haynes. Should Nathan, will and should Nathan Pickering play more, and what impact can we have? Can he have? That's a good question. Here's the thing with Pickering to me. You tell me if you disagree. Simmons' first year? He made noticeable plays. You were like, oh, wow, that kid's really good. You could see that he was going to be a Pickering monster. has not done that yet. Mm. So I think it's a question of will he play more? Probably as he continues to grow. Should he play more? Well, I mean, they just don't have the depth. So, I mean, it's just sort of he's going to play. Yeah. You know, it's just where it is. Uh, let's see here. Alexander Seaton wants to know, why the, bu- why do, why the bunch formations for runs up the middle? Now you're now you're, once again people are preaching to the choir here. You know what? Not that I I hate making these these kind of analogies, but when I would play Madden and I was on the goal line, I would go four wide. I would try to spread it out and then go around up the middle because the defense automatic the defenses on those games would automatically go out and cover those receivers. Yeah. So you would have some space. It drives me crazy to try to run up the middle when you when you've got everybody in the middle. Spread them out. It drives me insane. Uh, bigger impact freshman for men's basketball, Iverson Molinar or Devin Butts? Who has the better career? From an impact standpoint, Molinar is going to play a lot in the early going. Yeah. And I, Butts is a guy, I mean, he might play a good bit, but when Tyson moves back to the two, then he's sort of the, the third guy there. I feel like I just never know with these new guys in basketball. Well, I mean, like I just. You know what? You know what did that for us? Malik Newman. Yeah. Him not being great it, and Quindary Weatherspoon being great. It's like, what happened? Weatherspoon should have been the five-star kid. So, let's see here. Like, it seems like in basketball, because I guess there's so few players, every time you sign a new guy or they come, like, everybody talks about how great that guy is. And then sometimes you never even see them. You know, like Jethro Chumpa. Yeah. You know, I I don't know how how much he was That guy didn't even play. Never saw the Schneider Harrard was a four-star kid. Schneider Harrard was the highest-rated player in the uh, 20-whatever class that was. That signed all those kids. He was the highest rated guy. 
He 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 he, he, he was never any good. Uh, let's see here. Brad Haynes. I have not seen any of the following. Which should I watch? List in order. Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, Peaky Blinders, Walking Dead, or Other. All right. I haven't watched Peaky Blinders, I watched Peaky so Blinders. I can't help you there. Walking Dead's dead last. Dead last. Yeah. Don't watch <clears throat> The Walking Dead. Now, I will say... <clears throat> the first couple of seasons of The Walking Dead is good. They're good, but then it gets bad and it just it just repeats. It, it goes after about season three, it goes downhill in a hurry. I'm gonna put Breaking Bad ahead of Game of Thrones because of the way Game of Thrones you're gonna build so much into Game of Thrones, yeah. and then when it ends, you're gonna be really mad. What's one that he didn't list that you would have him watch? Uh I've mentioned this before, and he may have watched it, but I, I was I was a really big Friday Night Lights TV show fan. Yeah, so I'm just that, that would be one. I, I think yours would be the uh, the Wire, wouldn't the it? Wire, love the, the Wire, the, the Wire, or the Sopranos. The Sopranos is my favorite show. The Wire had my favorite character in Omar. So either one of those were really good, and they still hold up even though they're better than a decade old. For you here, by the way, is Freeman living up to expectations? Just two seasons with 30 home runs and 100 RBI, not great postseason numbers. This year he broke out. I'll answer that in a second. By the way, I'll add one for him. He's talking about Better Call. Uh, he was talking about Breaking better Bad. Call Saul. Add, add Better Call Saul. Yeah, in watch there. Better Call Saul for sure. Um, add, watch Breaking Bad first, but then watch Better Call Saul. Um, back to it the might free. be interesting when Breaking. Well, I guess when, you could watch it in either. Well, it, when Better Call Saul ends, it might be interesting to watch Better Call Saul first. But I don't know. It's kind of like the Star Wars thing. Where do you start? Yeah, kind of deal. Um, back to the Freeman thing. He's hurt right now, man. Like. It was the question, is he living up to expectations? By his career, yeah. I mean, he's on track to be one of the greatest Braves of all time. I mean, he's he's just fine in that regard. But but right now, I mean, since about September 1st, he ain't been he hadn't been the same. He, he's dealing with a bone spur in his arm, for those that don't know and those that care. And it's, it's obvious to me that he's not right. I mean, he's swinging through fastballs and just, I don't know. He's not the same guy. I mean, he's... He's going the Chipper Jones route, and you know, just his presence in the lineup, you know, it makes a difference sometimes. But from a production standpoint, right now, he's vastly underperforming. But I think it's because he's he's hurt, and he's not really saying it now. And I think he told the reporters the other day that he's a okay, and he just didn't hit him right now. But I don't know. His whole career, whenever he's been healthy, he's hit, and he ain't hitting at all for the last month or so. So right now, he's got some. Right now, I just wanted to have one good game, Brian. Yeah, that's all you need. And that's today. Uh, let's see here. Thomas Loftus said, I was wondering if you could provide your opinions on thoughts on the NCAA. Shout I out figured- to Freddie Freeman, for, by the way, for giving me my yeah. my brave slash Mississippi State hat. I'm sorry, I cut you off in the middle of the right. question. I was wondering if you would provide your opinions and thoughts on the NCAA. I figure you don't get to talk about it enough from 3 to 6 every day. <laughs> I appreciate that, Thomas. <laughs> you can tell how, how thrilled I am when we get to talk about that. Y'all still talk about that? Anytime something happens. God, if I see a tweet about this, the NCAA did something, I just I just cringe. Like, you know it's coming. Here it comes. There's there's 20 minutes of my life. Uh, Dalton Lee. First off, he wants to update us that uh, Hill the Thrill flying with every game. It's up to five now. By the way, we have given uh, Kylan Hill a new nickname, uh, courtesy of Brian McDuff, by the way, uh, our friend who we had questions earlier. He is now, we're, we're, instead of Thrill Hill, we're going with Kylan and Profiling. Woo. Woo. Like, uh, or it could be just like while he's walking into the stadium, he's yeah. Kylan and profiling, and then once the game starts. They need to do that. They need to like get him out there in the dog walk and be like, look, you need to wear a suit. And then, can you imagine he comes out, you're going to have to walk that aisle. <laughs> My shoes cost, cost more than, than your house. house. How great would he be? He passes some some overweight Ole Miss fan. Sit down, fat boy. <laughs> I would get it. I would be behind this. I would be 100% there for it. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Talking about Space Mountain? Oh, my God. I would be so into that. Uh, if you were part of the MSU marketing team, which at one time in his life, Joel Coleman was. I was. What is one outlandish idea that you have that could help bring in more people to MSU basketball games? They have shown they can win, but the attendance is putrid. Post-game concert? I know that's not nah, out, can't out, do it every outside game, the box. Though. Can't do it every game. And you may lose money depending on who you get. Yeah. But I mean, you know, if you put uh, who was it that did Bull Bash T Pain? You put him in a post game concert. That place gonna be packed at night. Yeah, but that's that's something you can't do every game. We, we're talking about we want consistent attendance. Uh something that you could do consistently. I don't know. That's one of those deals where I don't envy Red Hobart and those guys. That's it's tough. Part because of the, the greatest, 
the greatest marketing tool you can have is winning, and I did start that last year. Mm-hmm. It's but, just the the men's basketball experience is painful. It just really is. I mean, the 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 amount of ads, the 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 way that like they can't seem to keep momentum going. Like you, you get a you force the team to call a timeout because you're on a run. The crowd's going crazy, and then it, they immediately go into, "All right, now we're going to go eat a blue plate." But they do that at women too, right? No, the women, the way they do it, because I, I didn't go to it's many. run, it's run differently. It, you know, you feel like you're in the game the whole time. So maybe that's a you know, advertisers are not being smart with their money, and they're saying, "Look, we'll advertise with the men and not the women." But I mean, it's just it just feels like they, be- they they take you out of the game there sometimes. I wonder, and I don't know the answer to this question right now, like marketing and pricing and things like that, is it still cheaper to do things at women's basketball for like advertisers and things than it is for, like are they still charging more for the men? Not that that matters in in the grand scheme of this question and putting butts in the seats, but I don't know, I still, I wonder how MSU is kind of pricing some of that stuff right now, but um because from a ticketing standpoint, it still costs more to go to a men's game, right? Like, yeah. If I wanted to buy season ticket for the men, that still costs a lot more than season ticket for the women, correct? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Despite the fact that the women <clears throat> are really a tougher ticket right now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It, it's tough. I, it, those guys, Rhett and and Daniel Watkins and Leah and and all those folks in MSU marketing, they don't have an an easy task in trying to figure out what to do to kind of you know, pardon the pun, get over the hump, so to speak, and, and fill that thing up for men's games because it is a, a lot of games just dead in there for men. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, let's see here. Um, LP Child Dog, were you more impressed with Coach Moorhead giving Bob from Boca Chitta a shout-out or his perfect pronunciation of Boca Chitta? I was impressed that he nailed it. Yeah, he didn't He didn't have any problems with it. Joe does no, not Bo come. Chitto. If, if If you just randomly walked in the room and started talking to Joe, you'd swear he's been in Mississippi his whole life. Yeah. He was born and raised in Noxipater. <laughs> Kevin Wright wants – he's got a soccer question for me. Uh, will Christian Pulisic still be with the Blues in three years? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. they got so many good young wingers, they'll probably sell them off. Um, I don't know know of good – I've never been to Knoxville. He asked for some of our hangout spots for Friday. I haven't ever been. So I'm sort of relying on on y'all as well and the TripAdvisor stuff. So Been through Knoxville, never really stopped. Never, never been there in my life. So uh, Let's see here. Trey Taylor, what is your favorite all-time Halloween candy or costume you had growing up? So what's your favorite all-time Halloween candy? Uh, Mr. I don't eat sweets over here. When I was a kid, I guess I did. Uh, I always love Reese's. That's that's the choice. Yeah. Like any kind of Reese's. The little ones, the, the big ones, for, the whatever. For chocolate, I go Reese's. And, and still today, like if I, I never, ever eat candy. But if you told me right now I could have candy and it wouldn't be you know wouldn't be a calorie one in it mm-hmm. i would get like one of those king size reese's there and just go. tear it up brother i would go reese's for chocolate and then for a fruit flavor candy i like grape airheads that's my favorite uh he wants to know do we think robert pattinson's batman could be the best no i don't think that i don't think that i don't think i don't think he can be better than heath ledger i don't think he can be better than michael keaton to be totally honest with you heath ledger wasn't batman I, i'm sorry christian bale yeah uh, let's see here. Yeah, it's going to be tough. I just don't see it. Better that. than Ben Affleck? I liked Affleck's Batman. I didn't think he did bad. Yeah, he just... He got stuck in a sucky movie that, that should have never been sucky. Yeah, you're right. Jared Bragg, Joel, I feel confident going into Game 5. Oh, Jared. But if the Braves lose, will we ever win another playoff series win- again? We will, man, but it's going to feel like we never will. Mm-hmm. Jared, I'm going to be dying, brother. Yeah. It's going to hurt if they lose. It hurt losing game four I, I because hope, I hope y'all win. I because in my mind, in game four, it was like we have to win because we got Flaherty coming in five. And so now in my mind, I'm I'm kind of today. One of the reasons I'm so at peace today is I've kind of already made peace with it's probably going to end on Wednesday. I'm I'm usually a pretty optimistic guy for the most part, but when I get to October and the Braves, I just expect the worst because usually the worst happens. So I'm trying to already brace myself and just be extremely overjoyed if I'm wrong. It's kind of my approach to this thing. I got you. All right, uh, last question here from Raleigh Cadenhead, who wants to know, most underrated MSU baseball player of the last five years? He's got two, Hunter Stovall and Cody Brown. 
Jake Mangum sat here and told us that Cody Brown was yeah. his guy. Cody Brown would be my guy probably if you, if you made me just um, – was Pirtle in the last five years? Pirtle's senior year would have been 14, so – yeah, technically. He's a heck of a ball player, too. Yeah, he was. Very underrated. Uh, you got anybody jumping jumping yeah, out? There's, well, he only played one year, but I think Nate Lowe was a huge, huge part of that MSU success. And behind the plate there, Kruger. Kruger, yeah, too. And then from, a, from on the mound, I think Cole Gordon. I think people, people – there are still people today who just – they have trouble getting behind Cole Gordon because they just remember the bad times. He was unhittable, basically, from June of 2018 until he left college. Yeah. He was the best closer in college baseball. I'd put him up there against anybody. So, And I think somebody that may end up kind of – I hope he doesn't. And then maybe he won't. Mississippi State baseball fans are good. They don't forget, folks. But somebody that might kind of get overshadowed a little bit on this most recent World Series run, Peyton Plumley. Yeah. That that guy just his get, emergence made MSU what they were at the end. His story, um, you know, overcoming, you know, being suspended the the year before, and then fighting his way back, and proving he could be relied on, and then doing what he did for that team, and it was just a freaking competitor, man. Uh, yeah, Peyton's on that list too. I agree. All right, tomorrow's show we're going to talk uh, MSU Tennessee. We'll, we'll we'll dive deep into that. I'll get an interview set up between now and then. Uh, to talk to somebody about the volunteers. And then, of course, Friday's show, you all know what's coming uh, for that one. We will talk to you guys again on Thursday. Are we recording pre-Braves tomorrow? So we're recording this time tomorrow? What time is that game? <clears throat> the Braves play at 4. We are going tomorrow night. So the game the game. We're going will, tomorrow night? Yeah, we're going tomorrow evening. Oh, dear. So Lord. we'll go after that game. And so we will either have Happy Joel or Angry Joel. I can't wait to see who it is. I got I got things going on tomorrow. I got I can't go in the afternoon. Sorry. I'm not. I'm not mad at you. I'm just. You're just already. You know. I'm. I'm. I'm a, I'm a glass case of emotion, bro. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> I've come to be with you again. Oh man! Yes. If if we can get past this round and get to the NLCS, I'm I'm still gonna be ticked if we get to the NLCS and lose. But I just I need a playoff series win, and mm. anything past that this year is gravy. But goodness gracious, Lord. I'm going to be leading a Bible study tomorrow night. If if you just want the Braves to win, I don't. I know you got better stuff to do yeah. than doing a baseball game, and I'm sure they're great Christian folks root for the Cardinals too, and on the Cardinals team. They're not on Twitter. Oh my goodness! I, I'm not going to pray for a win, Lord. But if if you just kind of want the Braves to win, I'm not going to argue. There you go. Talk to you guys tomorrow for Joel T. Coleman. <clears throat> got to work up the strength. The nerves are already getting there. Woo! In the sounds of silence. Talk to you guys tomorrow. This has been Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.